Welcome to today's five good minutes. You're listening to today's inspirational message on the book of Jonah with Kurt Bjorklund. In recent days, there's been a lot of um, attention to this idea of revival. There was a big movement at a college campus a year or two ago where there were uh, people from all over the country who traveled to experience this revival of God. And I think God can work in and through uh, extended meetings. I think God can work in ways that don't seem as dramatic. But in Jonah 2, we get a picture of some of the elements of genuine personal revival. What is it that, that brings us to a point of redirection? And it really starts in chapter 1, verse 15, 16, where Jonah acknowledges that he has run from the presence of the Lord. And the sailors recognize, and it says, verse 16, the men feared the Lord exceedingly, and they offered a sacrifice to the Lord and made vows. And so there's a, a recognition that God is God and God has a right to do things the way he wants to do things and that our way is not right. And then there's an honesty, a recognition of our own lack of alignment. Verse three of chapter two, for you cast me into the deep, into the heart of the seas and the floods surrounded me, all your waves and your billows passed over me. Notice that Jonah is connecting his situation to the hand of God, and there's an honesty that that says, "I um, have come to this place, and and I'm acknowledging um, my need." and And that really leads to this repentance. Here's where we see this: verse seven and eight. When my life was fainting away, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer came to you into your holy temple. Those who pay regard to vain idols forsake the hope of steadfast love. And when he's talking about holding on to idols here, he's talking about his objects of worship. And he's in essence saying, I remembered the Lord and I turned from my idols. One of the great evidences of genuine repentance, genuine revival is not um, emotionalism. It's not extended times of worship and prayer. Those can be, be indicators of genuine repentance but you can fool yourself into thinking an emotional experience is revival when in Scripture over and over, revival is about obedience. It's about alignment. It was Jesus and John who says, if you love me, keep my commands. And, and what Jesus does just in that simple sentence is he says, you can, you can raise your hand in worship. You can sing loudly, passionately, you can um, cry, but what I really want to see if you love me is obedience, obedience to the unenforceable, obedience when there's nothing to gain and nobody sees it. And this is where Jonah was. He was saying, my prayer came to you. He was praying without necessarily any sense of of anybody around to see it. He was praying and saying, God, I'll, I'll bend my knee figuratively to you in this place. And as we've said, he didn't even realize that he was in a fish and might get out of the fish. He probably thought he was in Sheol at this point. And then there's a, a sense, not just of repentance, but of thanksgiving. Verse nine, 
but with the voice of thanksgiving, I will sacrifice to you what I have vowed I will pay. Salvation belongs to the Lord. I don't know if revival is something you've thought about or desire, but what revival really looks like is a recognition of God, an honesty about where we are, a repentance, a turning, an alignment to God, and a thankfulness for God's goodness to us, even if it doesn't look like what we think it should look like. Today, are you seeking to align your life with the ways of God and choosing the path of revival? Thanks for joining us here today. There's a lot of great content to explore on Orchard Hill Plus and on the Orchard Hill main feed from the weekend. Have a great day.